Welcome back to the Daring Poppy channel everyone. It's great to be back with you. Today is Sunday the 14th of June 2020. And um, mai to any new listeners, welcome aboard to you. I was disappointed with the sound quality, obviously the um, voice recording was odd yesterday as we have experienced in the past. So I do apologise for that, um, but I just had to go with it. Uh, the content was was up to the standard that I, I was hoping for, so we'll just keep pressing on and see what um, turns up next. I was really happy with being able to present that episode with the title Searching for a Heart of Gold. I feel that absolutely sums up where we're all heading at the moment. And the little caption, the time is ripe for spiritual correctness, is a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Um, the word ripe um, has a, a significance to do with maturity, the thing ripe for picking, ripe for the picking. So that's the challenge I feel that we are all aspiring here to, is to act like adults, behave like adults, and, and lead the way with, with an, what I call spiritual integrity. Um, I feel that a big part of our downfall in, in recent generations has been through this political correctness agenda. It shut down um, healthy debate, created a confusion of principles and a sort of a muddying of the waters as I call it. Um, and essentially it's an erosion of common sense. And I've heard the term learned helplessness as a description for how we now find ourselves and our and our children who haven't learned to just to take calculated risks on playgrounds and for an example our education system is sort of steered more towards this um, yeah PC attitudes and hopefully we're going to well I'm I know we're swinging back around, the pendulum is swinging back, but we do need to keep identifying these these little insidious erosions that have taken place. So PC is right up there, it needs to be examined, um, hence me using the term spiritual correctness. So let's, let's endeavour to introduce a little bit more of that into the equation. Okay, so I'm pretty sure everyone will be raising their eyebrows and scratching their heads and working out what where we go from from here with with this new information that's come to light, this um, news that's going to shatter our Commonwealth. Uh, nations and have a, have a lovely reset is the way I see it. Um, I, I have to 
just correct a date that I mentioned, the Television New Zealand breakfast uh, screening that was linked in with John Campbell interviewing Lady Moxon was on the 3rd of February this year, not July as I had previously mentioned. That was another interview that that John had with Lady Moxon back in July, um, but I'm not going to be posting that at this point. There's no need to do that. Um, really, I've made a little note here that I feel what Greg, Joseph Gregory Hallett, is bringing out about world corruption, and let's just you know, particularly look at New Zealand, we have got the, the, the examination of what's happening in our hospitals with um, comp people who are in, finding themselves in compromised positions with the likes of Oranga Tamariki. Is, it's another example of the, mi the micro-macro that I was talking about in the last podcast. We've got the big rings that are running the world, but we've also got our our grassroots rings, and that was a clear example of how close to home this is. It's not going away, and it won't be sorted out until we we force the hand of um, of corruption. I. In this particular podcast, I will most definitely be linking a newsroom um, clip from Television New Zealand's archives, and that was to do with the attempted uplifting back in um, June last year. That, that was a big trigger in New Zealand, and for those international listeners who aren't aware, um, that there was a filming on hospital grounds of of Oranga Tamariki trying to uplift a seven-day-old baby from a mother, and that's that's an incredible insight into everything. It was a major trigger for what is taking place right now. So that will be very, very valuable to help piece things together. Um, and that, that's actually headed New Zealand's own taken generation. And the emphasis is on taken generation because the Australian Aboriginals have a generation that was taken as well. So that's another level of inquiry people can independently follow up on. Um, but we'll just keep it to our to our local affairs um, on this at this particular moment in time. Righty. Um, also, what I might try and do is link in the Bill Smith video once again that actually failed on a previous episode to do with gun control, because what Bill is bringing to light there is a direct correlation to what Greg was talking about in his interview with Stan um, and I'll let everyone draw their own conclusions on that but it, it is relative and um, and it's yeah needs to be we just need as much information on the table as we can and hopefully work our way towards the truth
Now, this tall poppy is not in favour of any law changes that don't protect children's rights. So I'm sticking my head out about a lot of issues right now, but that's going to be the benchmark for me. The laws on abortion that recently changed in March this year, um, I used the word, you know, that full-term abortions have been legalised in New Zealand. Another way you can word it is that um, it's not a criminal act. So whichever way people want to word it, it's not keeping babies safe, or mothers for that matter. So that, as I had mentioned, I'd watched New York pass that law at the end of last year, um, once exactly the same criteria about being able to make choices about termination up until full, full term. And it was in less than six months that New Zealand had passed those same, very similar, if not the same laws here. So it's, I use the word copycat. I don't know. I mean, New Zealand is a young country. We seem to be adopting very radical changes um, in, in and sort of close succession with what's happening in New York, and it's just it just needs to be um, closely looked at. The um, the way I see it, physical gratification does not fall under the heading of personal responsibility. We've got too many, too much, um, yeah, too much leaning towards. Yeah, no, I'm not going to actually finish saying what it's about to there. Excuse me. Um, to just round off, I've touched on transgenderism. I don't believe that that's these these new loose laws are protecting our children in particular. The transgender bathrooms that are now being introduced. I've, I've linked in an article. Uh, it's actually yes, it is just an article from. Whaleoil.net New Zealand, and this lady, she raises some very valid concerns and arguments surrounding transgender bathrooms, so people can take it or leave it, but that's up there, um, and I consider it quite an invaluable um, angle to look at this from. And moving on, I couldn't remember the name of the US ambassador to the United Nations and that link to go up in the last episode, Nikki Haley is that lovely woman's name, she is no longer the US ambassador, she resigned after about a year's worth of, of hard work but what I have done, I've put a link up, it's, this is a little bit of satire, it's an American man called Trevor Noah, and he's got a, a, um, a show called The Daily Show, and he did a little expose on Nikki Haley's what he called surprise resignation back on the 13th of October. 
2018. So I think it's a really good examination of what is this is such a serious topic, human rights. It's an extremely serious topic. And it's a good example of the, trivi the trivialisation through, yeah, just, just trashy journalism is, is what I call it. So have a look at that. That's um, definitely a um, little bit of an insight into um, what should we call it? Destructive forces, media forces. And okay, so Peter Gabriel, I chose Big Time as the music piece to go along with episode 22. It has very powerful subliminal messages in there. I can watch it over and over and over. I never get tired of of um, the power of, of what's being produced there by Peter Gabriel. For me, it's about people sticking up for themselves and what they believe in. Um, and I guess the strong message there is that materialism and overindulgence has been our downfall. So that sort of links back in with the topic of um, a little bit of spiritual integrity. It's a spiritual integrity time. Uh, now, and just while we're on the topic of music, I have chosen a piece for today, and it is by Eva Cassidy. She's singing a cover song called Woodstock which was written by Joni Mitchell in 1970. Um, so enjoy that, people. Okay, so Antarctica has, has sort of come under the spotlight of attention, and it won't be going away, I can assure you. I'm only scratching the surface with what I'm presenting here. Um, there's a lot more on the back burner, and I'd like to dedicate the next pod the next podcast to a little bit of a um, yeah, just a deeper expose on Antarctica and what findings have come to the surface. There's been a lot of new information in the last couple of days as I've been digging, so I'm really excited about building more of a timeline. I'm going to um, draw upon some great work by Periscope Films. They've got amazing archive footage of Admiral Byrd and a lot of scientific um, what was it? Um, Project High Jump. Anyway, I'll get back to that, but these are scientific investigations and expeditions that have taken place um, and and yeah we're going to build on that anyway this is this is really giving us a lovely historical overview of what's been what's been transpiring in Antarctica uh, post World War oh it's actually prior to World War two anyway we'll get more of a timeline happening when we focus in on that in the next episode. Hopefully listeners have had a good snoop around in the description box and starting to get more of a comprehension of 
the multi-spectrum um, complexity to our life on Earth and our and our place in the cosmos. I got frozen out. That it's quite obvious. What well, actually, I'll just like to elaborate where I got frozen out and just finish off, round off what that was to do with a very amazing clip off YouTube by, I think it's pronounced Righty Daily Updates, R-I-T-Y. And I got to I got to type in shocking with an exclamation mark. The rest of that was to do with United States at war with UFO in Antarctica. WikiLeaks reveals sea footage. So that's back from September 2017. And I am really looking forward to going back in and re-examining that. Um, so please enjoy. Hopefully people are, are um, really beginning to sense the enormity of activity down under. Also, after school, um, they are offering evidence outside the mainstream puzzle to do with Antarctica and I really admire the people who put together after school I'm, I'll be drawing from a lot more of their work in the future <coughs> excuse me okay um, another clip I'd like to put up today which is a little bit left field, but relative to children's health and women's health. It's by Real Families. That's the YouTube site. And this one, this topic is what happened to the children of the formaldehyde epidemic. And that was a horrific medical assault on women and children in the 1960s and 70s to do with morning sickness medication that that caused the most horrific deformities in children so please take the time to weave that one into your melting pot it's a bit more of a a, um, a shocking wake-up call as to how it's almost like we've been used like guinea pigs at certain times in, in recent history um, I would also like to repost just as an, an inspirational example of holistic approaches to health I just don't want to keep delving on the, the doomy, doom, doom and gloomy side of things so I will be reposting The High Wire with Big Bigtree and Dr Zach Bush and it's an honour to, to share that work with everyone. Stefan Molyneux, there's a great interview of Jordan Peterson, and that's titled The Architecture of Belief. And that's an academic examination of our global neurosis. So that weaves in with some lovely support for me. Um, and I don't believe you'll be disappointed with, with what those two amazing gentlemen 
are um, bringing to light there. Okay, so it's, it's not nice to keep bringing up the word sex cult, but we're never going to get away from it, and we are turning it around, um, but I'm very aware that Aotearoa has a long history of, of bloodthirst. We're a very cannibalistic nation at, at, over a, a long course of our recent history. And the feasting never ceased, folks. That's all I'm finding out. I'd just like to touch on an, an esoteric note here to do with bread and wine. In ancient times, bread and wine was very symbolic. This is um, going thousands of years back. Bread was a symbol, this was actually to do with the sun, bread and wine. It was a, a um, sacrament, a sacred sacrament to do with the sun. And the bread symbolised light. Well, it does symbolise, we won't talk in past tense. Bread symbolises light and wine warmth. Now, if I was to say to people that I... Just, just hypothetically, I meet a new group of people and I'm going along, it's a spiritual circle, and I get arrived there with no prior awareness of, of other than that I trusted the people that I was going along to join in with, and we're sitting in ceremony and and it's announced that we are going to have a sac now honour a sacrament um that is aligned with eating flesh and drinking blood. Well, I can tell you I'd be up and out of there in a flash. And I hope what I'm saying is ringing bells with people because one of our, our, our most prolific spiritual followings on the planet or religious followings has to do with that very religious sacrament sacrament. The Roman Catholic Church have encouraged bread and wine partaking, but not in the right context. It got flipped, and this is real, and it is part of the trickery. So that's a big wake-up call to people, just to start getting a little bit more savvy about who we trust and what we've been trusting in. It is not okay to eat flesh and it is not okay to drink blood. So make of that what you will. That saying, guilt by association comes to mind. You are judged by the company you keep. You are viewed by your association. So we'll just let all that sink in and um, once, as always, it's a challenge to just think out a little bit beyond than who, what we've been trusting all these years. Sometimes we just enter into a blind faith because it's been a practice, a, 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 yeah, 
practice of generation intergenerational loyalty and it needs it needs to be evaluated very seriously right now and we're finding out that the Pope has abdicated he's had his little soft abdication and you know that's not even that's that doesn't even scratch the surface we're about to find out exactly why we've got to the situation we're in and have a reconciliation because we're all going to need to examine what part we've played. It is a pay-to-play cult. It's actually our souls that have been traded. Um, but as with everything, it is our consent that actually hands that over. So it's never too late to reclaim, and that's what we're doing here. We, this is a reclamation reset and moving into our true inheritance so I will leave it at that folks and thank you very much for sharing the journey and it's great to be encouraging each other and inspiring lead by example rise to the challenge and let's all be the great mentors that our children are screaming out for. Okay, well, this is a tall poppy signing off for now, and we'll look forward to being back with you real soon.